Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle talks about meal prepping. Meal prepping can be such a process, but there are so many ways to simplify it. It doesn't have to be expensive or time-consuming. Here are her tips, tricks, and best recommendations for meal prep containers. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about meal prepping and planning. And this week, I got a really good question about meal prep containers. And I'm going to address that in today's episode because I think it's really, really important And I think it was a really great question. So I wanted to talk about it because um, I think people spend a lot of time and anticipation and thought into meal prepping and then you get super anxious and overwhelmed by it and it doesn't have to be that way. So we are going to talk about my tips and tricks to making meal planning and meal prepping as simple and easy as possible. So my number one tip and trick is the KISS philosophy. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Seriously, keep it simple. Don't try to overcomplicate it. Like it does not have to be crazy complicated. It doesn't have to be a thousand ingredients. You don't have to meal prep every single meal. You don't have to have the most intricate, ridiculous recipes. Like don't do that. Don't pick these recipes that have a hundred ingredients that you don't even have in your pantry and you don't even know what they are. Keep it simple. Some recipes can be five ingredients and that's it. Or some entire meals. A meal can be three ingredients, a chicken breast, green beans, and rice. And that's your meal. Okay. Maybe that's super boring, but that's so easy. Don't try to tackle too much either. So again, keeping it simple, you're trying to keep it simple as possible. So you're not trying to completely overwhelm yourself by trying to tackle an entire week's worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, two snacks, and trying to feed four people. Like that's ridiculous. Start small. So When you're starting a meal plan, when you're starting meal prepping, start very small. Start start slow. If you want to start with just snacks, if you want to start with just a few dinners a week, if you want to start with lunch and dinner, start there. I I recommend saying, uh, let's start with just three recipes. You start with three recipes for the week. That's it. Once you master those recipes, you have them completely mastered, you can cook them really quick, you can cook them all at the same time, then you can start adding from there. But don't completely overwhelm yourself and try and do all the things. You don't have to pick these meal plans that tell you to do all the things and you're cooking a different meal for every single or a different recipe for every single meal. That's ridiculous. You're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to quit week one. 
Don't do that. Number two, know your food groups and know what you like and want out of those food groups. Fruits and veggies. Fruits and veggies are key. They're, They're super important because you can have tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of them and they're low calorie and they're great for you. So pick your fruits and veggies that you like, what you like, what you love, know what you like, know what you want, and you can have as many as you want. You want bananas, you want strawberries, you want cucumbers. I don't care. I don't care whatever it is. Um, But also keep in mind too that we like to do this thing where we buy a bajillion vegetables and then we stock them in our refrigerator just so that they go bad. That's a thing. Totally a thing. Pick your proteins. What proteins do you like? Choose which ones you like. Choose which ones you want. Don't try and pick a protein that you don't like and force yourself to eat it. I think that's kind of the number one thing people do. They're like, okay, I know I need to eat fish, so I'm going to eat fish, but I don't really like fish. Why? Why are you trying to force yourself to eat something that you don't really like? And also, if you work in an office, I would stay away from fish or shrimp because that is not nice to do to your coworkers. But um, other, if you're not a huge meat eater too, some other options for proteins would be quinoa, peas, soybeans, Greek yogurt, and lentils. Those are all great options for higher uh, protein vegetables as well. So uh, are you going to add grains? Are you going to add grains to your meal plan? Do you like oats? Do you like rice, cornmeal, pasta, popcorn, cereal? Uh, Yes, it's okay to have grains. You don't have to be paleo or keto. You don't have to go completely extreme on your meal plan. But again, you want to know your portion sizes. Make sure you know your portion sizes. You don't want to go overboard. We tend to go overboard with our Cheez-Its or cereals or popcorn. Uh, You know, popcorn can be an easy one to sit there and constantly eat. But I think it's like three cups of popcorn is a serving. So Not like your movie pop though, (laughs) but, uh, you know, you can add, you know, oatmeal or muesli or, or rice, whole grain rice, or I like jasmine rice. I, I add jasmine rice to a lot of my meals. I'm not a huge rice fan, but I'll add it to my meals just to get a grain in. Um, pastas, I eat, uh, Barilla gluten-free pasta if I choose a pasta because it's the most like pasta, but it's gluten-free. Um, dairy. If you don't eat a lot of dairy, great. If you do, dairy is fine to eat. But again, we tend to overeat our beloved cheeses. It's very, very easy to overeat cheese. You just pop those squares in your mouth, but know your serving sizes. It's a lot smaller than you think it is. If you're cutting off a chunk of cheese, trust me, that chunk of cheese is probably bigger than you think it is. But milk, yogurt, and cottage cheese are all great options. So uh, oils, yes, oil is fine. Butter is fine. Avocado is great. Peanut butter is good too. Um, but, you know, I, I do all of those things in my meals. I eat them all. I enjoy them all in my meal plans. As long as you aren't downing an entire stick of butter. You know, I think as we <laughs> kids, some kids kind of take a whole stick of butter and just gnaw on it, which is kind of disgusting. Don't do that. That's really gross. Uh, but as long as you're not doing that, you're going to be fine. So just watching what you're eating, making sure that you're adding all the different food groups, you're a golden. Number three, as I think I said uh, about 20 times in, in number two, uh, portions. 
Portion control. Know your portions. Not going to go super deep into that because you can Google it all over the internet, portion sizes, but you know, a portion of steak is about the size of palm of your hand, blah, blah, blah. Moving on. You can see it. You can, you can Google it, but know your portion sizes. When you're meal prepping, it is super important to actually portion things out because that's exactly what you're doing, right? You're portioning out your meals. Duh. So make sure that you are portioning things correctly. So obviously with your fruits and vegetables, you can, you can pretty much, you can pretty much overeat that because chances are you're not getting eight cups of fruits and vegetables every single day. I'm pretty sure most people don't do that. So go ahead and eat as much of those as you want. But like with your meats, with your dairy, with your oils, with your grains, make sure you're portioning those out correctly. You know, you want to have a half a cup to a cup of rice or a tablespoon of oil. Make sure you're not adding any extra sugar in anything, but just making sure that all of those are portioned correctly. Number four, organize. Organizing is super important because if you're disorganizing when you're, or if you're dis, why would you disorganize? But if you're disorganizing when you're meal, again, if you're disorganized when you're meal prepping, it's going to be a disaster. You have to have a plan. You have to know what you're doing and what you're setting yourself up for. So starting with knowing what recipes you're going to cook. So I said, pick three, pick three recipes and pick simple. I mean, make it easy. I I think one of the simplest things I like to do is sprouts already made buffalo chicken wings. Like I don't even have to do anything. I throw them on the grill and I eat them with a salad. That is literally the simplest thing. I have four wings and a salad. It is the easiest dinner ever. So perfect. But anyway, so know your meals. Pick your three recipes. Write your grocery list. So you've got your grocery list. You've got your meals. You've got that down, right? Then know where you're going to go from there. So have a plan. So you have a plan as to how you're going to cook, know your meal time or your prep times and kind of go from there. So let's say you're going to throw something in the oven to bake. If you're going to bake something, put that in the oven first, because while that's baking, then you can cook something else. If you have sauces, if you have something to marinate, always take the stuff that's going to take longer to cook start that first. And then you can do your chopping, you can do your sauces, you can do any of that while other stuff is cooking. So you want to know how you're going to go about tackling, especially if you're cooking more than one one meal, more than one recipe at a time. So understanding how you're going to cook your recipes. So just making sure you're organized. It makes it go a lot faster because again, it can be really, really overwhelming, especially once you get into cooking more than one meal at a time and now you've got 55 meals and you're completely overwhelmed and it takes you seven days because that's just what you're doing. So try to stay as organized as possible. And again, we're starting small. So we're only starting with three recipes and we're trying to tackle that first. My next tip is consistency. Obviously, the first time we do something is the worst time you do something. So if you are inconsistent with something you're doing, you're not going to be great at it. So the first time you cook meals, 
you're probably not going to be super wonderful at it. So it's probably going to take you a little longer. You're learning how to do it quickly. You're learning how to do it well. And you might get a little frustrated. But the more you continue to meal prep, the more you continue to package up your food, the more you continue to cook on your own, you're going to get better. You're going to get better at it. It's going to taste better. You're going to know how to make the foods. You're not going to necessarily need the recipes. You may not even necessarily need to actually even measure anything out. So when I first started meal prepping, I had to measure everything out. I had to measure out a half cup, a whole cup, a tablespoon, you know, a teaspoon of salt, whatever it was. And then I had to measure everything out into each individual container, which I will get to shortly. But um, each of those things you have to learn And as life kind of changes, those things kind of change too. So I used to, uh, as my job was more uh, in different places, I was in different locations and going from here to there and driving more and all over the place, I had to package my meals. So I had to have more meals packaged. I had to have snacks on me all the time because I wasn't home and I needed something that I could have quickly there for me. So I had to have all my meals cooked. So that was really important. Now, how I meal prep is actually different. So instead of actually cooking all my meals, I only cook some. So I will only cook, say, some chicken breasts or I'll cook up all those chicken wings or I'll chop up vegetables that I'll have ready to cook for that that night's dinner. So how I meal prep now is that I have stuff ready to cook for when I come home for lunch or to cook for when I come home for dinner so that it makes it easier for me for when I come home to make dinner. So I'm actually not cooking the food for me to just heat up in the microwave. I'm cooking it when I get home for dinner. So your meal prepping and meal planning doesn't even actually have to be you taking an entire day to cook all your food. It can be you prepping your food for you to cook dinner on a certain day or to even just throw in a, in the crock pot in the morning before you to go to work one day. So it's all about learning kind of those habits too that you have or learning your lifestyle as you need it for yourself. But as I said, I wanted to talk specifically about uh, an important question that I got about meal prep containers. And I'm going to have some links in my show notes because I also found after years of spending lots of money on different containers and throwing a bunch out and getting rid of a bunch and stacking a bunch and storing a bunch that the best ones that I found for myself were the cheapest plastic containers you can buy. Um, They're little black containers like you would get at like a Chinese restaurant to go. And I love these containers because they are plastic. They are microwave safe. They are dishwasher safe. They are BPA free. And you can reuse them until you want to get rid of them or until they fall apart. So they work best for me and you can stack 30 of them and they take up 
very little space. They also have different kinds of them. So they have, I think, the 20 ounce size that's just a flat container. They have the bento boxes that have three separate compartments. And then they have the round ones, which I like for salads. So those worked best for me and my lifestyle as I use them. Uh, I also like them because if I were out somewhere and I just wanted to throw it away, I would throw it away. And I never felt guilty about it because they're cheap. So honestly, that was one, one that after buying so many different ones, those were great. Uh, if you prefer or like the glass bento boxes, which I also love, uh, I have a few of those as well. I like those more for if I know I'm going to be somewhere or if I um, am packaging up food for like home. I like to have those for like my house rather than more for traveling somewhere or um, coming to like work and back. Those are also great too because the tops click closed so they're um, sealed better so you can you can put them in uh, you can put them in coolers with ice which is awesome and those are also dishwasher safe because they're glass obviously they don't have BPA anything because they're glass so you don't have to worry about any of that too so the only thing about those is that they store a little bit differently you know they stack on top of each other and take up a little more space but in my experience of meal prepping, food life, all of that, this is my best tips and tricks. And now I have given that experience to you. So if you have any questions, if you need any advice, if you need any recipes or meal plans or anything like that, please feel free to contact me. Um, I Again, like I said, I'll have more information in my show notes, but these are the best trip, ticks and tri- tricks and tips that I have for meal planning and meal prepping and again, containers. So feel free to contact me at any time for any questions, but that's today's show. Thank you for listening to the Fit Minute podcast and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.